air, water, earth, fire. For hundreds of years, the four nations have lived in harmony. The Avatar, master of all four elements, was always responsible for maintaining the peace. But Avatar Roku passed away 13 years ago. Now, the four nations look to the air nomads to reveal the next Avatar, but the world is met with silence. Rumors from the Earth Kingdom abound that the Fire Nation is planning an aggressive move into the Earth Kingdom. Five young heroes were too late to save the Southern Air Temple, but they hold vital information that could save the Earth Kingdom and maybe even save the world. Previously on the Flying Bison Podcast. Hi, it's Paul. Here's what happened last week. The crew is the only tool at their disposal to sneak into Madame Gal's beauty emporium. Shopping montage! But when they got there, only Ren, Rico, and Boomy were let in while the other waited in the lobby. Ren tried to get information from one of the attendants, but he was tricked, and Ren and Liko and Boomy got carted off. Will the others find them in time? Tune in this week! Happy New Year, guys! Happy New Year! Happy New Year, Justin! Happy New Year, <laughs> Nick! Gotta dance the year dance in! Dance it in! Dance it out! Dance it in! That's what I've always said. I know Danny's dancing. Dance it out! Dance it in! If only you could see mine and Steve's uh, dance Do you remember Dance Dance Revolution? Uh, yes. No, what's like that? I could ever forget. No, what's that? <laughs> I was going to say, and the, the clearly superior game now beats it. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, strong for words. all of us that have a VR headset. I did enjoy the Guitar Hero and Dance Dance Revolution slash rock band like so did I. era, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was definitely good for parties was great for parties i used to did you like was there one of those that you played the most guitar hero one and two one i didn't two. have rock band but i played it at other people's houses and rock same, band with, same with ddr i had like the whole thing yeah, it was uh it was ddr for me for sure i remember my sister's got um my sister's got ddr for the playstation 2 and i figured out you could plug in the um playstation controller to it and i found that my thumbs move a lot faster than my feet do and so I could, I could, I could challenge. Them. So Danny learned how to not have fun playing a game. <laughs> you learned how to not exercise. Well, I had I had a lot of fun beating my sisters at EDR using a remote control. And they never so. once questioned like, "How are you winning?" Oh, you're using a controller. <laughs> <laughs> I was a huge fan of uh, rock band Beatles. Mm. Did you ever play? No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. That was just, just a reference uh, to the Beatles. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, I didn't realize we just Johnny's lost a bunch of anti-Beatles. Lost a lot of what did you say, Steve? I didn't realize Johnny's anti-Beatles. I've known you for years. We've never I'm, hit this topic. I'm anti-overrated bands. Uh, you're you're kind of a, an underdog. I feel like, like I understand why you would think they're overrated, but they're, yeah. but they're not. Yeah. I feel like we're so no, you're really, like, you're really like moving okay, into dangerous territory. I, mean, yeah, I don't like the Beatles either, but you can't say that they're overrated. They're literally like a cornerstone mm-hmm. of modern music. Like you can't see. Here's the thing, right? I can appreciate the effects that they had on music, and in, in, in particular, the way that we perceive musicians. Exactly. Uh, but if you listen to a lot of the other music that was coming out at the same time that they were putting music out, especially once they reached the height of their popularity, there were a lot of bands doing the same thing they were doing better. Yeah, I'm not. I don't even like the Beatles that much. I I don't disagree with you. It's just 
Yeah, no, that's so. That's I'm just saying that that's where I'm coming from. Where where I say I don't like the Beatles. I'm not saying I don't appreciate their place in history, because I can appreciate their place in history without liking them. No, that's where I. Um, that's, I agree with you. Yeah, and but so that's where mm-hmm. I'm at too. Like, I I think that they had a huge impact on music and music culture moving forward, but I don't think they were the best musicians in their. Oh, I would never time. argue that that they're the best musicians of their time. So many people I hear like that is their argument no, for why no, no, the Beatles no. like they're the Beatles are the best no, that existed no, no, no. at the time, and yeah, they had some catchy tunes. But but what they like, what, who would you say? say they, who would you say did what they were doing but better? Like, what's a good sample band for me to like focus on? I mean, pick one. Just like there's everybody Someone. else. Everybody who was like music. the monkeys. Like, so I mean, like actually, the monkeys is a great example of especially early on a band that was parodying the Beatles and doing the same thing the Beatles were doing because they were a parody band, but their music was better than the Beatles' actual music was. Oh, we got some fire in the pot. Depending on what era of, of the Beatles you're talking about, I would argue like early on, the Beach Boys did a lot of the same sort of stuff better than the Beatles did for their early music. Pink now Floyd getting, during their psychedelic era was better. Uh, Any time that they were trying to do anything rocky, the Who or the doors were doing a better version of it. Yeah, I'm not saying anything, but my face is everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wow, I had an entirely different thing, but I mean, we just this is we have to be talking about this. <laughs> I we cracked open the banter. I'm, I actually agree with you. I think all those bands you mentioned were are are technically more proficient than the Beatles were. I think that we underestimate. I think if we overestimate the popularity of the Beatles, I think we underestimate the technical proficiency of the Beatles. Like, I don't think they were doing stuff. um, What's the word I'm looking for? They weren't like taking huge risks with their music. I I think because they knew exactly how they wanted to sound and where they thought popularity would come from. So like I'm with you. I don't think they were the the best band. I think that like you said they changed the game of how music is done. Yeah, and I think I think that they definitely like between the beat it's kind of the Beatles and Elvis are tied for like changing the public perception of musicians and giving us the yeah. rock star. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that per- personally I think that Lennon and McCartney both had really successful solo careers because of how yeah, popular they were in the Beatles. But I think that their solo careers are kind of the, for me, I look at most of their solo music as the proof proof text for why I don't think the Beatles were that good. Cause otherwise their solo music would have been a lot I'm better than you. it was. Maybe they work better as a band than they do as, as solo artists. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting my true. world rocked. Did, I, I feel, has, I feel humbled. Has anyone seen yesterday? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you see it? Sure, I have not. not. That was a fun movie. And Johnny's like, that's heaven. A world where yeah. the Beatles never existed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually really like that movie. I think it's a fun concept. And, uh, you know, it it's interesting to see it play out. It's a yeah, well done movie. I think it would have been interesting to, uh, you know, obviously you can't explore that. But what we're talking about here, like what would what would the music industry be where they're not the Beatles? You know, Danny, we wouldn't have the Ava Brothers. We may. I don't think we'd have the You probably Ava wouldn't. Brothers. Yeah, I don't think well, we would. To be fair, we may still get all those things because it'd just be another band and, you know, it may. It'd be the Yeah, I, I don't know what they would be called or anything, but I feel like 
they would still find a way to each other. They just yeah. They might sound different though. Different bands. Yeah. yeah. It potentially would have taken longer, right? Like, I mean, when you think about like the level of superstardom that the Beatles hit, uh, you know, I don't think you really saw a level of international superstar that the Beatles reached until ABBA came around like mm-hmm. 20 years later. Mm-hmm. I totally want to go back in time now and test these theories by starting a band called the Bunkies. <laughs> <laughs> And like playing a bunch of stuff that's like just slightly different. I I can't tolerate a world in which Ava replaces the Beatles. <laughs> I can't. But I that's can't. Not a I would, I'm again. It's they're they're not a band who I like spend a lot of time listening to. Even though I I will admit they're like a guilty pleasure <laughs> band for me. But I was I would argue. Till I'm blue in the face that ABBA was better than the Beatles, both in terms of musical proficiency and, and just right. the quality of the songs they put out. I've never gotten, I've never gotten ABBA. I'm sorry. It's just, okay. it's just a ABBA. I've never, I've never really been able to get into. Yeah. Honestly, like that's okay. Like I get it because I was that way, but I like I think it was probably like two years ago. I was just like, you know what? I'm in the mood to listen to ABBA, and I started listening to their greatest hits, and. Now I'm super into yeah. ABBA. Yeah, <laughs> They're great. Yeah. You know what? The truth I of the matter is that, that every one of us has a 17-year-old dancing queen inside of us. <laughs> <laughs> and we just need to accept that. And ABBA will help you accept that. And that's what matters. You know what song? I, I'm convinced if you listen to it and like you really listen to it, it will convert anyone into an ABBA fan is Fernando. Oh, yeah. I yeah, do for like sure. Fernando's. Fernando's good. Fernando's a fun song. I just, I don't know. I I don't know. I'm sorry. You know, if I'm, <laughs> if you've got your hot take on the Beatles, I got my hot take on Abba. I'm just I'm not a fan. Yeah, I'm of not there. a fan of disco either. Mm. <laughs> I, see, that's the thing is, I enjoy. You like disco? Disco. Yeah. Some disco. You know what? I enjoy. I'm actually really enjoying how many people today, modern artists, are like sampling the disco mm-hmm. genre and like like uh, future yeah. nostalgia. Holy moly, that's an incredible album. <laughs> For the record, since you brought up ABBA, we should definitely have a banter question sometime about Eurovision. Mm. And, and everyone should the watch Eurovision. The oh, no, no. The real event. Yeah, not okay. the movie. Yeah. <laughs> the movie's great. Is that, is that the one with, is that the one with uh, Will Ferrell? No. You mean the movie? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Like The actual but I mean, Eurovision. Okay. Yes. You would probably... Yeah, at, least, at least six times. I've watched it before. The one with Will Ferrell? I've, no, no, no. Again, no, no, no. no. <laughs> and Richard McAdams? Please no. respect no. our European talk, audience. Talk about actual Eurovision. <laughs> the real Eurovision? The largest song competition in the I've universe? Never it. Hello? I don't know, but the movie was great. <laughs> yeah, the largest Danny. song competition, but we're all in America where we don't participate in all the great things that happen outside of America. Yeah, I know. And also, they uh, love ABBA, so I automatically don't. Just like, like we're it. so insular <laughs> that we, we have the World Series in baseball, which is, you know, apparently our view of the world is pretty small. <laughs> <laughs> That's no surprise to the rest of the world. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm so hey, at least sorry the to all world, of our European Little League listeners. World Series is is bigger and almost always won by Japanese teams. Heck yeah, yeah. they crush. <laughs> they absolutely <laughs> represent. Need a Japanese family. kids are so good. At baseball. <laughs> so good at baseball. <laughs> you know, growing up, I thought I would be. I, I played. I played baseball all through high school, and I thought I would be the next Ichiro Suzuki. Uh, spoiler alert! I was not. Spoiler alert! <laughs> How did you give that up? You still got a lot of years ahead of you, Justin. 
There's time. And I still could. There's time I to blossom. I, no, it's been so long. I tried playing football. Well, just, and uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm not good at baseball anymore. Maybe you, you can't be the next Ichiro Suzuki, but maybe you could be the next Hideki Matsui. Just got to keep go. going through just, the list. I'll, and... I'll get there eventually. What's what's <laughs> the uh, who's the premier Japanese tabletop role playing game voice? That's that's who I. Justin Nita. Yeah, there, there you, you go. Yes. So much love from your own table. So it should be. That's a good sign. Well, uh, happy new year. Go listen to some Beatles or ABBA, whatever uh, your your fancy strikes you. I think you know what, what I'll be listening to, what Johnny will be listening to. <laughs> I know Nick will be listening to oh, ABBA yeah. with me. I'll listen to the Beatles by myself. I'll be listening to the Flying Bison podcast. Okay, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Happy New Year. Why don't everybody Wait listen to the Flying Bison podcast? I think we can all agree that it is better than the Beatles and <laughs> Like if the Beatles oh, and come the man together, this is better. This I is like better. that we collectively <laughs> grab the shovel and just keep going down. Yep. You know, it's yep. good. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Fire by Bison podcast where we only have the highest opinion of ourselves. We're very humble here. We're very humble. Well, uh, I'm, I would imagine Ren and Liko and Boomy don't have too high of opinion of themselves because they're unconscious. <laughs> oh, no. Because I, they failed. Because they failed. No, that's a great thing about Powered by the Apocalypse is there's no real fail. There's just pushing the story in in different directions. I mean, I have done a lot of failing, sure. though. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. And this particular story direction is the direction of it failure. Direction of but failure. <laughs> but like to be so like this is this is here. This can be Justin's GM corner. Like I I had I had thought like oh I think it'd be fun to like you know Steve and I we had talked about like oh what if we split up the party by by gender to do this thing with Ren. Um, and then it wasn't until you like tried to trick the NPC, I was like, oh, we could really split the party. And that would be a lot of fun. Like I hadn't thought of that. And it's just a testament to the system that like it, we can you can set up these really interesting storylines and have it not be planned at all. Yeah. I just want to say it was agonizing as a player to like let Justin describe my failure up to the point where I walk into the room that I shouldn't walk into. What was going through <laughs> like your head? Like I wanted to interrupt. Like, this is definitely a trap. Uh, oh yeah, I was like, uh, let me interrupt, please. <laughs> like I want to. I just want to tell you that I'm not going into that room. I'm going to hit this person with a fan. But like, the thing is, like, Ren doesn't know that Ren yeah. failed to persuade this yeah. person. So it's just like, as a player, I'm like, oh, I'm so yeah. doomed. And and lo and behold, <laughs> just watching my character walk into the maw. So good. So good. But now I'm definitely going to fall in love with this whole dart thing. Two in one day. I need to like, don't let me forget. Ren is for sure going to try to steal some darts and an... add this to the there repertoire. I want to dart some people. Far less powerful in your hands. No, they won't. They'll be, they'll be as, as equally powerful. I have, I have set them up to be very strong poison darts so uh we'll have to see what we can do about that uh and i had to listen back to last week's episode just to remember exactly how it ended because it ended with uh, not only the reveal of this cart with three unconscious bodies being carted into the mountains near omashu but uh 
Madame Gao offering, uh, having Che and Rosic and Osa enter her office and saying, please come sit down. And that is where we will pick up with those three in Madame Gao's office. I, uh, please sit. I understand that, um, I understand that you're a part of, uh, our secret project here. That is correct. Um, that's us. Wanted to discuss some moving of resources that recently happened and, uh, you know, hashed out with you. Well, you, uh, pardon me, but you seem a little young to, uh, be a part of, uh, Project Spark. I was raised in it. Ah, oh. Are you by any chance, uh, Che now? I am Che now launcher. Ah, then that would, she turns to the, the large one next to, that would make you the brother, yes? Which large one did she turn to? That's uh, to you. That's you. Okay. Because <laughs> there's, yeah, the there's a much larger person <laughs> with us. And... <laughs> That'd be um, so funny if she turned to Osa. Yes. like, <laughs> you must be his brother. We look nothing alike. I love that all three of you are still in your dresses oh, and makeup right now. It's important not <laughs> yeah. to forget. Oh, really? Yes, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm his older brother. Oh, well, that is fascinating. Um, please take a seat and let's discuss. Actually, my brother and our associate over here aren't as versed in our organization as I am. I'd like it if we could converse just the two of us. It'll make this more efficient. Anything for Nao Zhao's son. Um, I'll have to ask your friends to wait out in the lobby again. They can't hang out in the, the foyer. The women will be uncomfortable. I, uncomfortable I, but I understand. Yes. Can you guys go? I'm sorry, but this will have to be. Yeah. So it have to be a solo mission. Yeah. No. Uh, no um, problem. As Rosex walking out, you can see like a visible look of kind of like um, I guess worry, maybe a bit of like frustration. Mm-hmm. But he he mm. does um he walks up with Osa. Chael recognize that and be like, I, I got this, don't worry. Osa will also recognize it and offer Rosek some jerky. <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled out. Rosek like, begrudgingly grabs a jerky and starts chomping on it. And there's nothing like mad chewing some jerky, <laughs> you know, stress jerky. Dress yeah. jerky. <laughs> yeah. How many just- pockets does Osa's dress have? I was assuming none. This has been inside of like my <laughs> He just has an overflowing like hand purse. No, oh. it's inside of my bodice. Oh, okay. There you go. There you go. It's All like right. a dollar bill cut between the. <laughs> yep. He's a jerky. It's a very warm jerky. All right. Uh. All right, moving on. <laughs> yes, and Chael sit down <clears throat> across from her. So I just wanted to discuss some business opportunities with you. Um, you seem to have secured a rather helpful amount of ours. Kind of need that still. Um, would like it returned. Well, it's, it's a little bit more complicated than that, but we'll need it back so that we can continue on our mission. I'm not quite sure what you're talking about the, the dragon otter i'm talking about the dragon otter uh, interesting um why don't you plead with her okay oh six all right uh she she stands up and starts like pacing back and forth she actually turns around right there's like a balcony that overlooks the foyer 
So mm-hmm. she stands up and turns around and looks at her her establishment and keeps talking with her back turned to you. And she says, it's quite interesting that you decided to come at this moment. I had heard that we weren't going to hear anything from any other Project Spark members for a while. And then just the other day, I was having a wonderful conversation with a... What was his name? Oh, yes. Saigon. He told me about a dragon otter that was stolen from them. Looked identical to the one that you had. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop you before you get where you're going. It is his. It, I needed it, so I took it. He also told me that the children with it were no friends of the Fire Nation. Mm. And given how you have broken into my establishment, accosted my workers and patrons, I'm inclined to believe it. So, no, I will not be returning your dragon order to you. And in fact, I think I will let Saikon know exactly where you are. I have a feeling he's quite interested. Sure he is. You know, I'm not surprised by Saikon's lack of foresight or imagination, but I am surprised by yours. I mean, most Project Spark region leaders are capable, you know, quick thinking. So I ask you to see the opportunity in a group of young heroes who have defended the Earth Kingdom's people, who have come bearing important news to the Earth Kingdom. How close do you think a member of that party could get to the Earth King? How close do you think I could get to the Earth King as a member of that party? Do you want this war to go on for a hundred years? Do you think they'll be able to take Bossing say in any amount of time? Do you think Saikon will be alive by the time they bring down the wall? No, not unless we do this my way and not unless my mission succeeds. So I need my dragon otter and my friends, but we have to do this in a way that they believe that they're still the heroes because you got in my way. I want you to intimidate her. Uh, or, hmm. Um, I don't think that would be pleading. It's not. I'm debating between intimidate and trick. Unless Che's not tricking her. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, I think the combination of the, his tone think, and who I his father intimidate. is. Intimidate makes um, more you sense. Are, you are lying, though. Um, so that will play into it. Um, you know, us as players and I as a GM know that you are not, in fact, a secret agent for project spark unless you're something you haven't told me i'm not saying anything no i i i think it's intimidate even though you are in fact trained 12 okay so on a 12 you get to prevent me from picking one of the options for intimidate um so they are going to either run and escape to get back up back down but keep watch given with a few stipulations or attack you but off balance and I get to pick, but you get to tell me one they cannot do. I'm going to say they run to escape or get back up. They can't so they, do that. They can't run to escape or get yes. back up. Yes. Okay. Well, we wouldn't want Nauzao to hear of my failure to completely secure Omashu, now would we? No, we would not. I was the one that sent my girls to kidnap your dragon order. I am aware. I do not have her anymore. I have turned her over to Cyclone. I can point you in his direction. I will even not tell him that you are coming. I will let you work that out amongst yourselves. Good. I ask just one question. I am very connected. And in the same way that I saw through your disguises, I also noticed that your little friend with you looked quite a lot like the prince. If you get me an audience with the king, I will tell you where. 
to find your dragon lord. All right. Well, I'll need to talk to him. I understand you'll need to talk to the king first. I'm saying bring me with you. Okay. Can I know what you're going to do? Because your actions might get in the way of what I'm, you know, my mission. That is fine. Why don't you tell me what you are planning to do? I just, we just need, I need my companions and I need the dragon otter. We need to tell the king that the fire nation is coming. He probably already knows, but it puts us in the minds of the people and we can say it's something that we did and then we move on and that's it. We just wonderful. And then after that, I will kill him. Okay. Like after we leave, we're going to be gone. Then you kill him. You will bring me with you. Okay. When you tell the king, right? You will tell him everyone will hear. And then he will die. You know, we'll have to fight you in that situation, right? I thought you were... Not, not like I'm going to try to stop you or tell anybody, but we're going to have to, like, you know, play play interference. These, the people I am with, for the most part, believe themselves to be the heroes that that's part of the plan. They need to believe it. They need to be the heroes. Don't tell them. This will be a secret between you and I. Yeah, that's why I'm worried about how it will play out. If you're really as committed to Project Spark as you would lead me to believe, then there is no reason to worry about how it will play out. You know how it will play out. Whether it's today, tomorrow, or in 30 years, the Fire Nation will take over Omashi. We will assassinate its king. The question for you, Young Chainau, are you going to move forward or are you going to keep holding us back? I go nowhere but forward, so we'll take you. I just ask that you keep it clean so that my plan doesn't get ruined in any way. That's all I need. I don't have a problem with some king I've never met. Kill him. Whatever you need to do. I will bring you an audience, but I just have difficulty picturing a scenario where you being there somehow doesn't implicate us. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I just wanted access to the king. You'll never even see. Cool. Well, you be the hero. Right. I will get what I was told I needed to accomplish. You will get what you are supposed to accomplish. Fair? Absolutely. All right. And she takes out a, a piece of parchment and a quill and says, just outside of Omashu, there is hidden trail that leads up into the mountains where for the last decade or so, we've been constructing a secret military staging base. It is there you will find Sycon and your drag. She writes the directions down on a piece of parchment and hands it to you. All right. But before she hands it to you, she, she holds it up and a flame shoots out from her finger. Do not go back on our deal, young Longshire. Oh, I keep my promises. You'd be surprised how easy it is to find people in Omashu. She slides you the piece of paper. I actually wouldn't. I slide it to myself, fold it up, and put it in my chest pocket. My chest, because I'm wearing a dress. Your, your breast pocket? <laughs> my, your, yep. Your, your jerky pocket? <laughs> As it is colloquially known, yes. <laughs> I will see you when you come back. Thank you. Oh, and I'll need to... I'm not leaving right away. I, I think some of my companions went into another room. I'm going to need to collect them as well. Yes. Yes. Um. Of course. Absolutely. Thanks. Well, would you send? I know I'm not allowed in the other rooms. So I just you send for them. I will. Yes. Uh, if you go wait out in the lobby, I will send someone out to you. Thank you. I'll head out. I'll go to the lobby and find Rosa Ganosa. All right. So she pretty much bought it, I think, and we'll be getting. We we have the location of where um the dragon where Brew is, and you know it's downside. Sycon is with her and has her, but upside we know where it is, where its base is. Another downside, it's been being fortified for the last like 20 years. Uh, so, Rose like stands up and he says, is that all you guys, well, what else do you guys talk about? Well, I told her a bunch of jargon about being a member of Project Spark and convinced yeah. her that we weren't going to be in her way. Well, we should be able to get Rue back fine. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. Do you need to get her an audience with the king? Gonna figure Why that one out. Why does she want an audience with the king? <laughs> Probably to kill him, I assume. But... Dear, oh. But, whatever. <laughs> well, <laughs> we can take, we'll deal with it as we get to it, okay? okay? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you wait around <laughs> for a little bit, and uh, one of the attendants comes out and says, uh, you were with those other th- three, yes? Yes. yes uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They are in the middle of a facial and a massage. Really? Right now? They, they... Um, can Rosike roll suspicious mind? Of course you can. All right. JS actually is not going to. Okay. <sighs> Just with focus. Okay, my focus is plus two. An eight. So I can hold one. Okay. Hold your one. Um she said they're getting a facial right now. And a massage, obviously. And a massage. One without the other. (laughs) (laughs) Um I'm just gonna ask, are you telling I'm just gonna look at her and say, Are is that really what they're doing? Are you sure? (laughs) Are you telling the truth? Um <laughs> she looks at how large Osa and Rosic are. She's this like petite five <laughs> two Earth Kingdom girl. And well, Rosic Rosic isn't oh, much, Osa, he's not really large. He's tall, yeah, but he's yeah, kinda yeah. scrawny. Sure. But uh, Osa sees her sizing him up and he's just mid chewing, just <laughs> <in his mouthful. laughs> Just meat juices in between the teeth. She told me to just stall you as long as possible. That is so disappointing. Rosic steps up close to her, probably like three inches away from her, and says, where are they? They got taken out the back. I'm going to stand up and look up towards Gao's office. And she's staring at you. I don't like being cheated. And I'll I'll, I'll say it up towards her, and then I'm going to pull the roof down. That's not subtle at all. Okay. Nope. Um. (laughs) (laughs) We did say we're bringing this building down. Wait, just the roof of the lobby? Yeah, because you're uh, just yeah. in the lobby. Like, you can see her. And, like, you can't talk to her. Right. Well, I'll yeah, shout yeah. it up. I'll be like, I don't like being cheated. And I'll just rip as much of the roof down as I can. Okay. Why don't you... Hmm. It's either rely on your skills or push your luck, I feel like. Yeah. It's... As he does that, I want to create, like, a air bubble around the three of us to try and protect us from any debris okay all right why don't let's um rosak's actually gonna pull the attendant that lied to him into the air bubble with us okay you do that and the air bubble like morphs <laughs> just around uh <laughs> che is also not trying he's not like sorry to be clear he's not just trying to like just murder everyone in this room sounds like yeah he's pulling <laughs> down it sounds like you're about to become uh, yeah. murderer understandable <laughs> understandable he will he will on purpose try to pull down parts of the ceiling that aren't necessarily directly over like large groups of people it's just more out of like a like a showing of anger and intimidation yes Okay, so you're not trying to bring the whole place down. No, because he understands that you're angry that she lied. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you probably need to do that as a way of escape. Yeah. Also, we're leaving. I got you. (laughs) Then i i will not I will not make you roll. It's not enough. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that that's fine. This is just how I leave (laughs) places. It would be one thing if you were trying to bring the entire building down. It's another thing if, out of anger, you're bringing a couple, you know, three to four pieces of the ceiling down in anger definitely you can totally do that you rip parts of the roof down that are now exposed to sunlight and you just hear ah! everyone's screaming <laughs> from the back and uh you see you know madame gal look up at the ceiling and look back at you as you guys are rushing out of the building as we're rushing out uh because rosa pulled her close 
I'm going to grab that attended yep. girl. She's yep. she's coming Absolutely. with us. Uh, and now I need a name for her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, while you do that, Che is going to immediately like cut like around the building, like trying to get to the back and yeah. see, you know, what they can find immediately. Yeah. You guys run to the back. You guys run to the back of the building and you see nothing. Um, Rosic's going to look at the girl as Osa is probably just holding her like a rice sack. And um, say, where do they take her? I, them? Where do they take them? I told you, I, I, I don't know. I just—you've never seen them take anyone anywhere. You don't know. You have no idea, really. Some of us try not to take part in the less savory operations of our business. So does that mean you've never seen anything? What? Whatever. Lois said she's just dead late. Let's go. We need to move. Rose is going to turn to Che and say, "Where did you say that man Up in the mountains. Said that. We're moving. All right. All right. Am I coming with you? No, no, drop her. Yeah, I'll just, I kind of toss her, <laughs> like back, but like I'll make a little air so she like <laughs> yeah. cushion. doesn't hurt as she's she as hurt she's herself. in the air. Rose is gonna say, "You need to find a better boss." <laughs> <laughs> she gives great benefits. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, all right, <laughs> full coverage for <laughs> Employer paid health insurance. That's. <laughs> pretty big yeah. deal in Momashi, I'm guessing honestly. we're just following Che yeah. probably sprinting as fast as we can yeah and Che is while running like holding this map of trying to figure out where <laughs> um let's let's do this um Che why don't you why don't you push your luck oh, okay ten okay you are rushing through you're rushing through this the streets of omashu just running towards the main gate to try and get out and find your way and you are rushing through and down an alley you just passed you, you walk back real quickly and you see what looked to be uh two fire nation soldiers pulling a cart behind them oh that seems useful <laughs> <laughs> get him I turned I turned to Rosa and Osa and I'm like, we're attacking those two. And we just keep on running towards them. I'm gonna put up they're how like down away, like an alley. Far? Yeah. I'm gonna put up a stone wall in front of them. Okay. And cut as them soon off. as he puts up a yeah, as soon as he puts up a stone wall, Rosa Like on the other side yes. of them from us. Yeah. Okay. As soon as um Che yeah. puts up a stone wall, Rosak is going to kind of do like a like tornado esque like flip kick and out outward from his kick he kind of makes like a wall of fire in a V to kind of enclose the wall that he made Okay. to like form a triangle. Mm. Yeah, it's funny because I was gonna sorry if this is too much to throw at you I can, I can why, wait. Why don't, we, why don't we hop into an encounter then? That, it yeah. sounds <laughs> like you guys are taking some pretty aggressive actions towards yeah. these two Fire Nation soldiers that didn't do anything to you. <laughs> You're just straight up attacking. It's kind of rude, honestly. <laughs> You exist in that uniform. <laughs> you exist in that uniform. You're rude. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. All right. What? I've got you. What uh, approaches are you guys doing? There are two little Fire Nation soldier grunts. I am taking advance and attack. And also, I'll let you know, I'm marking angry. Okay. What about the other two? I'm doing defend and maneuver. What is that? I'm choosing advance and attack, but I'm going to be using my um, user momentum playbook move. To roll a focus instead of passion. Okay. Yeah. And I'm marking anger so I can use fuel by anger. Get an extra move no matter what. 
Um, they are unfortunately, Danny, not a large or powerful foe. So you oh, do not shoot, use. You're right. So I cannot use that. I'll use advance and attack regardless. Then okay. kind of roll with passion. Chain now. You are up first. You are defending and maneuvering. Why don't you roll with focus? Let me know what you get. A uh, nine. A nine. Okay. One basic technique. One basic technique. Can I? I'm, I'm going to do the ready. So I don't know if like that'll be the me bringing up the wall I like behind that. them. Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, that makes sense to me. Yeah, I didn't want that to be like out of combat. So I'm hoping I'd roll for that. Cool. So you ready by just tossing up this wall? Yes. And um, I, they're. I mark one. I'm going to say that they're trapped. They're not. They're not trapped in the sense that they're... Well, actually, no. They're trapped. Yep. They're trapped. Cool. So then it is their turn. They're also defending and maneuvering. And um, what do I want to do? Uh, so one stands between you and the cart, and their fists light up with fire. They're just pointing at you, waiting for you to do something. The other one uh, moves up to whoever is at the front, which is... Probably Che or Rosic. Does that sound? Yeah, I think Che was in the front, and then unless I misunderstood, I think Rosic jumped in front of him when he made the. Yeah, so we'll say like, Rosic. Fire so one is now beat. engaged with Rosic. And the advance and attacky people, it is your go. You decide which one you want to do. All right, you can go ahead and go first if you want, Rosic. All right. Um, so there's one engaged with me right now? Correct. Like right in front of me. Oh, I hope I'm invited. Yeah. I think Rosak's going to just... He's going... Oh, I have to roll first. First, No, no. You're special. You don't have to roll. <laughs> I rolled a five. Okay. So so if you shift your balance, you can do one basic thing. <sighs> so correct me if I'm wrong. My center right now is just one below. Just even. So it's plus one trust, minus one self-preservation. Correct. So you, would, you wouldn't be changing your center. You'd be shifting self-preservation or trust up or down. Yeah, I think I'm going to shift self-preservation up to zero. Okay. And that would shift. Trust the trust down. Zero, yeah. zero again. Okay. All right. So I can still use a move. Correct. I think I'm, I'm going to strike at the foe. I'm not even going to bend. I'm just going to kind of like tuck back into a spinning roundhouse and just kick the soldier in front of me right in the side of the face. I love it. Are oh, you nice. going to have me choose or uh, are you going to tell me what to mark? I, I'm going to mark one fatigue okay. to force you to mark two fatigue. Okay. Because Rose, like, he wants, he, I mean, like, half their party is who knows where. Mm -hmm. He's, he just wants to get them back. Mm -hmm. He's, you know. Okay. Osa. Okay. Oof. Uh, nine. So that Basic is. I think as well. Okay. So I get two because Angry. of yep. Fueled by Anger. Um, so I'm going to start with Overwhelm. So what I'm going to do is I'm running up behind the other guys and I'm going to push off with my back foot and just blast air and come up over mm -hmm. Che and Rosak mm -hmm. from behind and hit the guy that is not engaged with Rosak. Yep. Um, so I'm coming out of the sky and just like gravity punching gotcha. this dude. Uh, and he is stunned. Okay. He, he is. He is stunned. And I mark three fatigue for that. Um, and then as I land, I'm going to uh, kind of spin on my heel and um, throw out my fist and kind of like a move. Like I've been watching Earthbenders a bit now. And so I'm using kind of I think there's like an Earthbender physicality to it. But like I punch out and just uh, like a wave of air goes and I want to 
uh, smash the cart ah, that okay. they were Yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, yeah, you do. You smash the cart. And let's see, anything else? Okay. They, the one that you stunned, uh, now both of them are uh, also impaired as you smash this cart and wood and canvas canvas and uh what seem to be feathers go flying everywhere (laughs) so i don't know if this is this should be taking place within the confines of a exchange but as soon as rosic sees that that the card is empty rosic's gonna put his feet on the soldier he just kicked and he's going to engulf his entire right arm in flame and kind of like aim it at him like he's about to shoot him and just say, where are they? Um, yeah, so you're still engaged with him. You're not going to be able to like get a chance to, to do that. Yeah. Where are yeah. they? If he was, if he was like, <laughs> where, stunned, where is she? <laughs> if he was stunned, I would say maybe. Yeah. Um, it's the, so I need it's a, the so, other so, one. Yeah. All right, so I need to beat this guy up a bit more. To, uh, correct. Basically, yes, yes, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No problem with that. I mean, you can still ask him that and try and like intimidate him if you'd like to. No, I think Rosic's going to beat him up a little okay. more. So then we're going to go into another exchange. What are y'all picking? I'm picking attack again or yeah, advance and attack. Yeah, I'm going to stick with advance and attack. I have a question okay. for you, Justin. I have so I have not been playing this way. So if so, hopefully I'll, I'll explain. So with the field yeah. by anger. I get an extra technique when I mark angry. Is that only for the round that I first mark angry, or is that as long as I'm I, angry? I was looking at it as well when you were talking. I am the way I'm reading it is it says mark angry to use an additional attack, additional basic or master technique when you advance an attack, even on a miss. So I am reading that as if you have angry marked, or at least if you mark okay. angry using fueled by anger, anytime you advance an attack, you get to use an extra. Okay, cool. So if I mark, if I do advance an attack this next time, you would I would get, get an extra, extra yep. move. That's how I'm reading okay, it. Okay, cool. That's not how I've been playing it, but since that's how you're reading it, and that's how I would like to read it, yep. that's how I'll I will. It. That makes sense to me. Because it's not, you're still angry, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, I think it's only if you use that move to mark angry. Like, if you are angry mm-hmm. for right. other reasons, that doesn't count. It has to be because you marked it. Right. Cool. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Uh, the one that is not stunned is going to also advance an attack, and the one that is uh, stunned can't do anything. So it is your three go. Who wants to go first? Are we all doing advance yeah, an attack? It's like you're all advancing an attack. Okay, yeah. Nice. I, oh, I'll, I'll defer to you I guys again. First, if that's okay. Uh, Please right. do. The guy that's stunned, I'm going to... Um, oh, I'm going to roll. Yes. <laughs> and Dash. then we'll see what happens. Oh, that's a good roll. You like that. All right, uh, eleven. Okay, an eleven Ooh. with an eleven, you get to pick the two, two basic techniques, or master techniques. All right, I am going to first. I'm going to lift up, like for, next to the stun, stunned one. I'm going to lift up some of like the flagstones of the, of the alley, and then just like all like to his left, and then just slam him against the wall, like using those stones that I picked up um with a strike right so i'm gonna lift up those flagstones next to him slam him into the wall uh on the opposite side uh using a strike i will not mark a fatigue i'll let you choose what happens to him okay all right um what else and then i will use that's a the one that's stunned right yeah that's the one that's stunned then the one that rosic already kind of knocked down 
I'm going to sort of mold the earth up over his arms and legs uh, in like a smash and like sort of take those flagstones and kind of just hold him down with them. Uh, I guess not mold, so like the flagstones come up the same way they did before, but this time they just kind of like smack down and hold on to his limbs um, and yeah, try to give him a negative, appropriate negative status. Yeah, this is the one that's already stunned, yeah? Yeah. Or no, no, this one is the one that's laying down now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Rosic Rosic was engaged with. Wait, how do you say he's laying down? Well, actually, I'm going to do this. So I know, so I I know I said I kicked him, but Justin never confirmed whether or not he was was down. down. Okay. Then in that case, then I I think he's still up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Then I'll do both of these things to the same guy then. Okay. Uh, Right now, Rosic's goal is to knock that guy on the ground. Yeah. I will take. That one dude, as he slammed against the wall with the strike, more flagstones like smack to him and just hold him against the wall. Perfect. I, so eventually, the the stun from Osa's overwhelm would have gone away, but I would say he is or trapped. Uh, I would say that he is trapped as well. So he is stunned and trapped, um, and trapped in encased, not trapped like the other one that who can't just leave the alley. Mm-hmm. All right. So Osa or Rosic. What you got for me? Roll passion. What you got for me? Oh, so did you want to go or dude? I can. All right. Yeah. Oh, that's bad. That's three. <laughs> shift. Yep. Or not shift. Okay. You can always just not do anything. Yeah. You can Osa's not going to not do anything. Or not shift. <laughs> Osa's never. Well, actually, no, I can not shift because I still have my, I still yeah. get a move yeah. because oh. of, uh, you killed by anger. So I don't need to shift to do something. So I'm not. You got to love the hammer. You got to love the hammer. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, no, but I am gonna, uh, my attention is still, is going back to the, to the guy that I stunned before. And, um, I am going to just turn towards him. I'm going to use smash. Um, and sorry for all your, your hard work, Jay, but I'm just going to like kind of use the air to push my arm forward in a punch. And as I reach the, uh, the stone i'm gonna blast air out of the front of my hand and just destroy the the stone that's encasing this guy and as i do just yell where are our friends okay so he's no longer he's still trapped he's just no longer trapped under a i don't know what would you call that Could, uh, uh, like a stone suit. like a sarcophagus stone, yeah stone sarcophagus <laughs> Could Jay move the stones out of the way of the point of contact so that it hits with as much impact as possible? I no, I don't. I don't uh, not enough yeah. time. That's fair. No. This is all <laughs> happening simultaneously. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, you know what? Destabilize. I can destroy or destabilize. Let me say, I'm not going to destroy it, but like cracks would appear. Like it's it's destabilized. Sure. It's not as not necessarily as sturdy as it was. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have him mark a fatigue then, because I would imagine. Uh, getting punched while you're encased in stone and having the stone like hit you even further would be uh not a not a pleasant thing can we agree on that yeah probably be probably like unpleasant a, like a probably, probably i think we can thing. all agree that would probably be a pretty unpleasant yeah. experience okay, i'm glad i'm glad we don't have to fight about that as we did about the beatles and abba <laughs> don't even don't even bring it up again we don't need to we don't need to start that one we're dropping that we're dropping moving that. on all right uh Rosic, I think you are. Up. Um, so the the Fire Nation soldier I'm engaged with, he is trapped. He said, right? Uh, he's trapped in the sense that he can't escape this alley. If he wants okay. to escape the alley, he's going to have to mark three fatigue in order to escape. Yeah. Is he 
I'm I'm sorry. I I, for, I forgot what Che had done. Is he on the ground or is he still up He's on still his up. two I feet? I didn't actually engage with your guy. Every the other two have been fighting the other one. Okay, so first I'm going to roll. You got an eleven. Okay, so two. I kind of want to use smash and pressure. So smash reads, I can destroy, destabilize something in the environment. Yep. I want to trip him. I want to get him on his back. Um, I will mark the one fatigue. Yeah. I'm just trying to. Could you blast the the ground? I don't even care about no. what status I mean, you apply to him. Yeah, I just so, want. So we've we've had to do this before. Here's my take on it. Smash is for non-living things. Yeah. Smash is to to break something in the environment that is not currently fighting with you. If you want it to like trip him, that reads to me like seize the position. Which says establish an advantageous position. Yeah. If if you were trying to trip so, in and, and, and do that, that would be seize the position. If you're trying to break something in the environment, that's smash. All right. So I can choose. Strike. I can choose to well, advance and attack. Would you things? Well, Justin, how would you how would you feel about the argument that like since he since he has two moves and he wants smash and pressure, maybe because he chose advance and attack, basically he could spend both of those moves to do what seize a position would do by itself. Can I be honest? I don't love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of just, weird about that too. I don't know. Too. I, I could, yeah. Um, finish him. Finish him. Brozak wants to pummel these guys into a point where they will give him honest information. So that sounds like a so, strike or pressure. It does sound yeah, like so it. I think Brozak's yeah. going to use strike and pressure. So first I'll use strike. Um, How far yeah. away is this Fire Nation soldier from Brozak? They're like right oh, up against each other, right? Yep. Um, Brozak's going to try and kind of lean back into like a crane stance and just strike forward with an open palm and flames will come out and he's just going to strike the soldier as hard as he can. Okay. Are you going to tell me um, what to mark or? I'm going to mark another fatigue. Okay. Have you marked two. Okay. And then my other um, technique will be pressure and pressure intermediate foe and he cannot use defend and maneuver. Okay. He cannot use defend and maneuver. And once again, just like Osa, as he as he just blasts this guy, he's just gonna say like, "Where are they?" He's he, he's not even thinking about whether or not they know who we're even talking about. He's yeah. just he is incredibly frustrated and angry, and this is the first time that we've been like this separated. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm sure like we sent Osa away a few episodes ago, but this is we did not plan for this. Like our half of our group was taken away from us and Rosak is very he's incredibly frustrated by everything that's happening right now. Okay. Well, that is uh I get to advance and attack now. And um uh, I think th- uh, they're going to try and strike Rosak, the one in front of you. So like uh you've uh you're shouting at him and he you just got through punching him he like gets pushed back skids like a second stops himself and then with a like backhanded spinning kick tries to kick you and flames come out um and i will also mark a fatigue actually i'll let you choose i'll let you choose okay so either either two fatigue condition or shift your balance away from center your choice. So I'm already at two fatigue. So if I choose two fatigue, I'll be at four fatigue. Yes. Um, I think I'm going to shift my balance um, away from trust. Well, or I can mark a condition. 
or you can mark a condition. I think I'm going to mark angry, actually. Okay, that makes sense. That is fictionally appropriate. <laughs> uh, and this um, this move knocks him unconscious. He kicks you, and like it hits you, and then you catch it and hit his leg, and he just falls yeah. down to the ground unconscious. Oh, I guess I made I guess I made him mark a lot of fatigue. So He's there you go. Marked quite a lot of fatigue. <laughs> Uh, so there's one unconscious and the other one is is uh, coming out of stunned, no longer trapped. But I will let uh, Osa roll intimidate. Okay. Plus passion for that, right? That does not help at all. Uh, it's five okay. total. I love pulling up the GM moves. What do I got? What do I get to do? Okay. Uh, he, what happens is he... Is stunned, but he's like coming out of it, and he he falls down off of off of the wall of this building that he's he's caught to down to his knees, and uh, he says, I "Don't know who you're talking about. Please don't hurt me." Uh, and I want Osa. I want you to um, shift towards force, so away from care and towards force. I feel like that makes okay. sense. Are we out of combat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We'll put him back up against the wall with the flagstones. Please, please, just take the cart. I don't, who are you talking about? Did this cart come um, from Madame Gauss? Yeah. What? What's she in it? Supplies the Fire Nation here in the city. Right. So what? Is it chicken? What? What is this? <laughs> some some kind of chicken? Yeah. Chicken yeah. Lizard? I don't know. <laughs> it's it's uh we, well, obviously we have to feed the Fire Nation soldiers. It's a it's a whole shipment of rabbit pelicans. Do you have your locations? Wait, did you say rabbit pelicans or rabid uh, rabbit pelicans? Pelicans. <laughs> okay. It's like, um, we feed them rabbit. It's just a bunch of pelicans. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, you see Rose like pick up the unconscious Fire Nation soldier by the collar, and he just sort of chucks him into the broken cart. And then he walks up to the one that they're talking to and holds him on his shoulder, on his soul- shoulder, on his shoulder. And he engulfs his arms in flame. And he goes. Well, he's like prisoner up against the. He's trapped up against the wall. Yeah, he's trapped. Chip him with rocks. Okay, well, I don't know. He 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 still engulfs his arm in flame. Sure. I guess I don't know. It's still intimidating. And he says, "If Madame Gao were to imprison someone who came into her establishment, where would she take them? Uh, probably to well, we call it Fort Ash. Yeah, that's the the one in the mountains, right? Yes. Yeah, this one. And I'll hold it up to him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yep, yep. Thanks. Thank you. Um. Can I search the cart? Is there like a list of delivery points anywhere? No. Okay, I'm gonna go back to the guy. Where were you delivering all of these? Like Fort give... Ash, I just told oh, you. Oh, just to Fort Ash? I thought you were going throughout the city. No, no, this is it, we send food, shipments of food to Fort Ash. It's a, mm. obviously it's a secret base. How smashed is the cart? It's super smashed. Frick. It is inserviceable as a cart. How expensive do you guys think a cart is? It's fairly decently expensive. Yeah. Hmm. Steal uh, another one. Steal uh, <laughs> another one. There. <laughs> I think I think we should we should probably take well, this cart isn't serviceable, but it has resources we could use. We should go get a cart, fill it with this stuff, and then take it. I should be clear, as you've looked at like what's left of the cart under this tarp, it's like a bunch of live rabbit pelicans. Like they're moving around in there. They're not they're not dead. So load them into another cart. And, and then do what with them? They're a cover in that situation. We take the clothes off of these guys, maybe hide you inside of the cart. Fair enough. Around, you know, place the, 
rabbit pelicans around you. And then uh, good to go. Yeah. I like it. Also, I'm just realizing that we like never changed. We're still, we just did all those <laughs> dresses. Yeah. No, we a hundred percent did this in dresses. Exactly. Yeah, it's very and also there, there are three, there are three of us and only two of them. So yep. I don't, that's what, so Osa will be in the cart and we'll put like the pelican oh. rabbits around him and be like, it's full of pelican rabbits. Look. Yeah. Then the cart will look very stacked. Exactly. It'll be good. And who, who's going to turn down a, a cart full or, of or even, um, what if, what if we took it a step farther, right? If you guys were both dressed as Fire Nation right. soldiers, and wait, I and Che might be recognized by Psycon's men, even if you're wearing helmets, like bring me as a prisoner, don't hide me. Ooh, that's a little risky, but we should. One, we there's something we need to take care of first, and Che will just just punch the dude in the jaw, <laughs> yeah. and just until he's unconscious. Yeah, he just pummels this guy for like five minutes until he knocks him out. Rosie's <laughs> just standing there waiting. <laughs> Rosie's just like, oh gosh. Um. <laughs> well, the good news is he won't be able to talk when he does wake up, but anyways, moving on. Um, Do you really want to risk that, Osa? Like, just turning... Well, I mean, it's going to give us easier access, I think, to our friends I mean, when we get there. True. Hopefully, hopefully, they'll just let us um, make our way to the prisoner area, to whatever, wherever they keep them. I guess. And then, you know, at the worst, I pretend that you guys have shackled me, but I don't have to actually shackled. be right, yeah. bound. And then I can try and find Ren and Liko and Boomy. When I get to the prisoner area and you guys lay low, I mean, or maybe all three yeah, of us make our way Ideally, there. we can escort you to where they keep the prisoners ourselves if they think that we're Fire Nation soldiers. So this can't can, function as a cart anymore, but could it we like clear it off and just like use it as like a wheelbarrow almost? I mean, it is smashed. Yeah. Okay. It is smashed. <laughs> you you explicitly smashed the cart. That's fair. We're just gonna look at Che and he's gonna say, I mean. If we pose as two Fire Nation soldiers, but we have this large airbender with us, then it's kind of all we need. We, that's a very high chance we'll get welcomed. If anything, they don't even like pay attention to us. They'll just see this. This. I mean, we could even muddle your features a little bit. Well, the Fire Nation helmets have have masks, right? Yeah, so we're good to go. The yeah. Then we don't have to worry about finding a cart. We can just bring Osa. The one thing I'm worried about there is the believability, right? Whenever you're you're you know you're trying to sling a lie, the believability has to be in a realm proportional to what they want, right? So this lie is very desirable to them, right? It's the last Airbender that got him, yay! But mm-hmm. is it really that believable that two peons out of nowhere captured him? And I he's mean, just in well, you know light chains. I mean, the, and- the thing is, this um, it might be pretty known that this air air nomad peon was with uh, our the group. other uh, the other you know two that were captured. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. So they also, I mean, until we reach a certain level at the encampment, they wouldn't necessarily know I'm an airbender. I'm not wearing those clothes anymore. My hair is growing. I don't look like an airbender necessarily. I think maybe. If I stay in these clothes and we just say a prisoner. that I was causing yeah, problems, okay. I'm a prisoner. I mean, I think we need to make it. I think to your point, we need to make sure we sell it. Mm. So maybe, maybe you guys should should rough me up a little. I bit. I was going to suggest that as well. Ch- uh, uh, Rosic, you should probably like burn some of his clothes and stuff a little bit. Just kind of. Oh, also, yeah. we should change. We should, we should change. 
Rose, like all yeah, um, are we, we're like in an alley right oh, yeah, now. I should put on my yeah, regular clothes, yeah. not this dress. That will definitely draw unwanted yeah. attention. Justin, we're like in an alley right now. Yeah, but you closed it off. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Rosex going to start unclothing. He's just gonna choose one of the Fire Nation soldiers yeah. and start unclothing and putting on <laughs> that Fire Nation. Are we not allowed. Is stripping like a, a non-family friendly work? No, Rose like actually never strips. Um, he he's puts on the Fire nerd. Nation soldier's clothes, and his, the clothes never underneath that just disappear. And suddenly he's in. <laughs> Declothing. <laughs> what is going on? Um, suddenly you turn a Rosex in Fire Nation soldier armor. Okay, well, we get points for moving fast, I guess. Uh, when Rosex bathes, does he like. Does he still Rosic have doesn't underwear bathe. on? <laughs> no. You, has Rosic never, never bathed, ever. Rose like never takes his underwear off. Interesting. He's a never nude. <laughs> He's a never nude. I'm glad we've established this. Okay. Um, I'm assuming <laughs> that my clothes are not my regular clothes are not with me. No. Um, they're probably they're, for sure they're probably at that beauty <laughs> salon, that boutique that we went to. <laughs> I just realized maybe, but I don't even know where they would be. But for whatever it's, I just rolled because I've got the Otter Penguin Zunagi yeah, yeah, and Hot Springs yeah, yeah. that I've never used. So I just rolled, I got a 12, and so I want to know where I can get some affordable Omashi. Yeah, we fashions. bring down the walls and literally around the corner, and there's just a clothing store. Um, Rosak at first offers you his clothes, but the thing is, they're fashioned to <laughs> his, his like scrawny, like tall self. Uh, and, um, you've, you've got those questions. So I think one of them is probably um, like what interesting locations are nearby. Yeah. That's what I was thinking yeah. is the closest, but yeah, there's a uh, a very famous, infamous actually, uh, shop in the lower quarters of Omashu. It's a pretty rough place, but they have a lot of like trinkets and oddities and baubles, and you could probably get some some cheap clothing there. It's called the uh, the Jolly Cat Raptor. And uh, because I rolled a 12, just for fun, I'm going to ask what special tradition is prized by ah, the locals. Yes, of course. Uh, it's actually funny that you asked that question because uh, you realize that um, you're thinking about, or like you ask around and there is actually a large celebration happening tonight. Uh, and... Um, it's called a uh, new spirit festival and rumor has it that, uh, that it's on this day that uh, new spirits are created and it sort of commemorates this this birth of life and newness and starting over fresh and there's going to be uh, fireworks and a big celebration in the city of omashu uh, you're assuming that the king will be out celebrating and doing things um, and potentially uh, other Fire Nation members. Might I be. can't speak for everyone else, but Rosa could care less. He just wants to find. <laughs> Jake gets pretty excited about the fireworks. Oh, yeah, no. No, Rosa is, he's very focused what? on just. Also knows festivals mean special festival food. <laughs> so he's a little distracted. <laughs> so, uh, he's uh, a little you've distracted. got a heading. You're going to be going to get some clothes, I'm assuming. And then burn them. Mm -hmm. And then making your way to uh, the Fortress of Ash. And it is now that we cut, camera opens up. You just hear like, trip, 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 trip. And the camera opens on 
broken stones on the ground and on the wall. And you still hear that trip, trip, trip. And the camera pans over to see these bars closing in this room. And we just hear the footsteps of boots walking down, walking closer and closer. All the trip, trip, trip. And the camera then pans back to the other side of the room. And we see shackled up against the wall are the forms of Ren and Liko and a young Boomy. And then we hear like someone's like hitting the bars as they walk down. And as they get to your bar, they stop. And this woman's voice goes, it's time to wake up. Wake up. And you all come to, <laughs> to see this. She's not that much older than you. Maybe a year or two older than you. Which one? This woman standing on the other side of the bars of your jail cell. Yeah, but older than Ren or Aliko? Uh, older than Liko. She's probably like Re- 19. Ren and Liko are the same age, yeah, yeah, I think. I thought guys... like one of us was like... No, Rosic. She's a year Rosic ahead of me. and Liko are the same age, yeah. So she's probably like 19, 20. She's got her hair up in the Fire Nation bun. She's wearing... Uh, she's not wearing like normal Fire Nation soldiers. She's wearing like the uh, officer's ensemble and she says so good of you to join us good morning oh are we still in our dresses uh 100 you're still in your dresses <laughs> i don't know what to say liko anything up, man like i don't know <laughs> oh cat gator got your tongue who, who are you she got the cat gator's tongue i don't know what you're talking about you're not there. It's, I know I'm not there. It's, it's funny I just you made needed that to voice joke, it, Danny, because she says, "Oh, you know me, General She." She steps out of the darkness, and you see General She, and she just says, "Oh, we are going to have so much fun." And then it cuts to black, and we will see you next week. <laughs> uh, she- Is it already that time? She's here. <laughs> She's here. She's here. She's arrived. <laughs> Who's I was here? trying to think of She's all here. the she jokes that I could tell. Who's she? And, uh... <laughs> Who's she? I'm sure there'll be oh my gosh. so many next week. Well, that was that was fun stuff. We oh we we were brutal to those Fire Nation soldiers. Yeah, I mean oh it makes gosh. sense. You guys are probably a little <laughs> just a little upset. I think this is the most angry Rosic has been since that makes sense. Yeah, since the start of the podcast well i'm i'm really excited to see how your uh wookie prisoner plan works <laughs> we're doing it and, uh, i've been it's every, been in the back pocket like for every a while tabletop role-playing game campaign has to have at least one wookie prisoner routine wookie prisoner you gotta do it. that's yeah, yeah yeah well uh happy new year happy holidays um we're so excited we have we are going to have a, a great year i think we're going to take this podcast so. to new yeah. and just mm-hmm. incredible places. So tune mm-hmm. in. Speaking of, Justin, we should talk about like the yeah. tiers. Do you want right? to do that? It's a new year. It's time sure. to talk about what we want to give you, the listeners. So For sure. Yeah. So we, we don't just have a Kofi up for like random donations, although that will help us launch our merch store, which we're super excited about. Um, but if you also give monthly... Uh, as an Ember Island player, which is like the five bucks a month range, we'll give you all kinds of cool stuff like a written partner credit in the show notes, access to like live uh, meet and greets with us. And you can submit a banter question for the top of an episode. 
as well as getting like an Ember Island players discount once the merch store is up and running. And it just gets better from there. So Pro Bender level, White Lotus what, level. Why don't we'll you tell you more them. about Wait, it later. Let's tell them what. You want, you want me to yeah. tell them now? <laughs> all right. Tease them. Make them, make them uh, want. All right. All right. <laughs> If you become a pro bender at the 15 bucks a month level, uh, you get access to the VIP Discord, the Pie Show Lounge. Uh, you can give us an end of episode joke so that Game Master Justin can make more false promises to the universe. I mean, real promises. I mean, real promises. The one, the one thing he says, I mean, you know, where he says, like, I hear that if you do this, we'll, uh, you know, we'll do this for you. All of those come true. And, Weekly um, binding, actually. You'll also get a better discount at the merch store and all of the perks from the Ember Island player level. And then finally, dun dun dun. If you become a White Lotus member at the forty five month not sinister like yeah. Steve just made it sound. Yes, I mean da da da. If you become a white a white lotus member, um, you get the quenchiest perks. So uh, verbal producer credit, like a shout out in every episode. Uh, you can design a move. With Justin Nita, a Powered by the Apocalypse move. And you can even create an NPC that will appear in the show, which is super fun. We're excited to see what you do. It's awesome. Um, and of course, the best, the White Lotus discount rate uh, at the merch store. Plus all the all the stuff that you already got at the Pro Bender and Ember Island player level. So we're super excited uh, to see who jumps in and helps us do stuff for you. And also at that level, I mean, who helps us like really make the story better? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's some cool groovy stuff on the Kofi page. That, that is yeah, everything awesome. that we do will be towards making this podcast better, better audio, do video, it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. take some time to like sit down and, and write more, which is, is always needed. So, yeah, when you support us, we are giving back to you in, in, in the form of, of yeah. making this podcast better. So. We want, it, we want it to be the best experience for you guys. Yeah. 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 But again, if you are unable, totally great. Just please continue to enjoy listening. We love you. Um, we support you in whatever your, your life situation is. Uh, we do think you should tell a friend. If you like what you're listening to, tell a friend. Uh, and if you do tell a friend, uh, for every friend you tell, Steve, huh? you can give Uh-oh. him a New Year's resolution. That's a lot oh, of New Year's resolutions. That he has the hold he to. He has to oh. hold to it. He oh, has to hold to it. He has to. Uh-huh. I will make yeah. sure. I do have a lot of resolve. Yes. That's why I picked you. That's why I picked you. I think if, if anyone uh, can have thousands and thousands of New Year's resolutions, it's just very I will publish a no. Medium article <laughs> making public all of the resolutions that are piled That'd upon me. That'd be a funny like <laughs> journal or book, like you trying to keep all these New Year's resolutions for the year. Uh, it's like an anti-bucket list. Day forty-seven. <laughs> it's day forty-seven of eating only canned fish. <laughs> I think it's a permanently affected my body odor. It, it but I press on. I've made my promises. (laughs) Well, thankfully, no one has to smell Steve. But we will see you next week for another episode of Flying Bison Podcast. Bye. 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 Avatar Legends was developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. Intro music is Dizu by Sunday. 
Outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Monkey. You can find more of their work at pomican.com. Link in the show notes.